This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, insights into the 2022 ADHD Strength and Connection Conference. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the, the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. When you have ADHD, putting in an eight-hour workday while maintaining maximum concentration can be a challenge. Here are some strategies to help. Make your physical environment less distracting. Use your laptop, smartphone, or alarm to track appointments and deadlines. Break up long tasks into shorter ones. Take breaks and walk around. Before you leave work, Take five minutes to organize your work area for the next day. To learn more about workplace issues, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying Uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Joining me tonight was uh, Dr. Ari Tuckman, the co-coordinator of the event. Dr. Tuckman, welcome to the show. As always, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for doing this. I love it. This is what I think... How many? This is our sixth year doing this with you. Is it? That feels about right. How many times have you co-hosted the conference? Six. I feel like it's more than that, but it might also be that it feels like it's been more. I don't know. It's hard to say. So, those who don't know Dr. Ari Tuckman, he's volunteered for at least five or six years now to kind of help support the International Conference on ADHD, giving of his time and, and expertise for uh, nothing but a thank you from some people, and probably every once in a while somebody bitching just for something that's beyond his control. But anyway, he's a huge asset to the community. So, Dr. Tuckman, thank you for everything you do. Really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of the public face, which when things go well is awesome. And when disaster <laughs> strikes, it's less less of an honor. But yeah, yeah, we try to minimize the latter. Yeah. So you know, so this is a big year because we with two years we've been virtual, and this year we're coming back with a hybrid conference. So you can do this virtually, or you can do it on site at Dallas. Can you tell us a little bit about this and what to expect? I mean, with this this is the first time we've done a kind of a dual conference, right? It is. It is. So, yeah, I mean, you know, back in the old days, three years ago, everything was in person, right? We would Mm -hmm. audio record most of the sessions and we'd video record, and that was nice. But um, And then obviously the last two years was all virtual. Now we're going the best of both worlds. So 
all our speakers are going to be in person in the hotel in front of a live audience, which is like so awesome. I cannot even tell you how excited I am to <laughs> actually get on a plane and fly somewhere and hang out with people and all of that. But what we're also doing, partially because post-pandemic, we have the technology and the comfort, is we're also video recording and streaming out live um, three of the sessions um, in each of the session blocks. It's going to be two for the first part of Thursday, but whatever. So folks at home who can't, for whatever combination of reasons, get on a plane and fly out, um, can still get most of the conference. And, mm -hmm. you know, just like in, you know, planning the normal, you know, in-person conference that we always strive to keep a balance so that in every moment there's something for everyone. Equally, within the three streamed out sessions, we've really tried to get, you know, the best speakers and there's, you know, whoever you are, at least one of the three is going to have some interest. Also, you can watch, as often happens, you want to see more than one thing at a time. So you can always watch, you know, for like 30 or 60 days afterwards. Mm -hmm. So you'll get a chance to watch all sorts of stuff, even if you're sitting at home. Wow. So you got – you can go, be there live. You be at home, and you have the, the – the, you can see this later in its entirety at, at your leisure up to, what, 30 days? Uh, I think it's at least 30. I don't remember what we decided, right. but it's going to be at least right. 30. Plus, we're still audio recording, as we have in yep. the past, all of the sessions. So, you know, plus you'll get the slides and everything else. On site, we also have, um, you know, various support groups and discussion groups. Yep. Obviously, those we don't record because, you know, I don't know that everybody wants to share their stuff and have it preserved for yep. posterity. Yep. But, you know, like the sort of regular presenter sessions, all that stuff's going to be recorded. Right. So that's I, I run this commercial like every year, and that is you know attention talk radio. We provide what I think is really really good content for people to kind of consume at home, and, and it's great. And you'll go, you'll show up, and you'll see a lot of presenters there there that we've had on our show. But I got to tell you, it's the it's the, what I learn in the conference in the halls, talking at the bar, at the restaurant, you know, leaning over <laughs> somebody that you don't know, having a conversation, and having it's like. It's like I, I miss it for the last two years. I've been so disconnected. I mean, I, I'm excited about going. And part of this is if, if you're on the fence out there or if you're thinking about staying home, if you can get to Dallas, I'm telling you, it's a hell of an experience. You'll learn so much more on site. Now, you'll, st you'll still get stuff at home, and I understand some people who can't go. But uh, from my perspective, it's well worth its while. I mean, every year I learn a ton, absolute ton. I mean, I think and, it uh, is. It, it's sort of – yeah, so, you know, nothing happens at home. <laughs> Right. No offense <laughs> yep. to your family. Right. But like nothing happens at home. So, um, you know, when you're at the conference, you don't know who you're going to run into. And all like you said, there's random conversations in the hallway or who's sitting next to you in the audience, you know, waiting for the presenter to start in a minute or two. But, you know, the other piece of it is, you know, all the speakers that come to the conference, if you're not approachable and willing to talk to people, I don't I, like you don't come, you know, like, yep. um, you know, so everybody there is very approachable and it's just, I don't know, like it, it's a cool experience. I think I, I'll never forget this. I'm, I'm going to guess it was 2015, maybe 2014, 20, I don't really know, but it doesn't really matter. Dr. Barkley was given a presentation on sluggish cognitive tempo at the time. And I had, I had, I was supposed to con meet with him for briefly afterwards. And so I, he he gets done. Of course, everybody rushes to the stage and asks him questions. So the next group's coming in. So he goes out into the hall. He sat there for 90 minutes 
with the mm, line, talking yeah. to every person that went through the line individually, one-on-one. And I was just sitting, it was phenomenal to me. And I'm, I'm sharing this because you've got these people that are up there. And when you're on, you know, if it's, if it's Zoom or something, you've got ch- some stuff. But, I mean, literally, one by one. And I don't know of a speaker that doesn't sit there and try to, to deal with everybody. And that alone is you're getting one-on-one time with these people that you think – uh, really have some good information. You just can't get that anywhere else. And so I just want to reiterate that that's the type of the things that you get at these conferences that it's really well worth its while. So uh, yeah. I know you, uh, you agree. So um, everybody, as we do every year, we, we do a couple of clips. I interview some of the featured speakers a little bit in advance. So we'd like to play some of those for you right now to kind of, kind of give you a little, uh, an idea of what's going to happen. So I want to play the first one is uh, um, Renee Brooks, who's um, one of the keynotes. Let's run her tape, and then we'll get done. You and I can share our thoughts on it. So with that, here is Renee. We are here with Renee Brooks, who's a featured keynote speaker at the 2022 Annual Conference on ADHD. Renee, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure, Jeff. I'm thrilled to to have you on. So can you tell us a little bit about what your keynote presentation is going to be on? So this year I want to talk about relabeling yourself. When we're sitting down and we're talking about ADHD, we've had a lot of negative labels assigned to ourselves, um, lazy, stupid, crazy, irresponsible, unreliable, that type of thing. And the label that people claim they're trying to help us avoid is the ADHD one. So you're trying to avoid one label, you've got to slap with a bunch of others And I think that all of this talk of labeling really pulls us away from the main person who defining oneself to matters, ourself. So I talk about choosing our own labels. Oh, wow, I like that. You know, the one thing as an ADHD coach, I I, I say I'm an ADHD coach, but when people come to me, they talk to me about ADHD, and I'm like, you know, I'm coaching the person, not the label, because everybody's completely different. And so it's, it's really kind of unique. So I'm glad you're talking about this. So you're talking about choosing your own label. Talk to us about, like, what that looks like. Well, one of the things that I work with on myself and with, with my coaching clients is that when you're looking externally, like, it's natural to look externally for validation or reassurance, but when we're looking outside of ourselves for definition, we're leaving ourselves subjected to someone else's opinion of us. So, like, mm-hmm. just like you said earlier, our tolerance levels, our requirements, the things that we need are all different. And mm-hmm. just like when we're coaching, we're trying to empower people. So we're trying to empower them to make the choices that they want to make that aligns with the goals that they desire. I think we need to focus on the same thing when it comes, like, if you're bought in to the idea that my mom said I was irresponsible, so I am, so did the teacher, so did this person, so did that person, we have to look at our own lives and redefine them. Like, yeah, that's what this person said, but I know who I am and I'm this. That's another, just like we have the power to choose, we're, we're choosing a new definition. Well, you know, it's funny because it's almost like as an individual, you can make a more objective observation of yourself. I know, you know, if a kid's in math class, right, and the teacher's kind of boring and the cockroach is kind of running across the floor, I'd actually say he's more curious about the cockroach, not actually distracted uh, by it. Correct. You know 
So it's coming from that perspective. So if you come from yourself, right, you can make a better observation of what it is. And the way you said, you know, other people make observations like the math teacher, that kid's distracted because they're not doing what I want them to do. It's not a a very external perspective. And so when you go into it, no, I'm more curious about the cockroach. That's a more genuine, accurate label. And I think, you know, it's very empowering when you make those observations. So I'm really thrilled that you're doing this. Thank you so much. Like, I really do think it's important because when you're able to self-define, when you're able to stand in the confidence of this might be how it appears to you, but this is how I choose to define myself, this is who I am, this is what the meaning is, then you're not at the mercy of the opinions of other people all the time. And not to say that their opinions aren't important. I think feedback from the people around us who we value can be, well, like it's a limitless resource. People always always have feedback for us, and certainly we should heed it, but we should only heed it where it's not coming into conflict with our own self-definition. So just like your example with the person with the cockroach, who's to say that their interests in the cockroach isn't more valuable to them than what their interest in mathematics might be ultimately. Like one could argue, okay, well, if you like studying bugs, you need to know math well enough to be able to do the science. Yeah, yeah, all of that is true. But in this instance, I'm pursuing my interest in this bug instead. And I decide what's interesting and valid to me. I'm excited for it. I think I'm glad that they're having you because this is a great topic, and I'm sure I presume you'll have some stories and coaching stuff to really inspire everybody. So with that, appreciate your insights. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. The Chad Conference is always a great love fest, so I'm I'm very honored to be there closing it down as the keynote speaker, as it were. It'll be very inspirational, so I can't wait to see it. So. Thanks for signing up for the keynote, and uh, we'll see you in Dallas, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Jeff. Have a great day. So I, I know I'm looking forward to this. Um, it's, uh, I, think it's, I think it's a really interesting topic, particularly to help people kind of witness the narrative in their head and maybe kind of rewrite that. You choose the label as opposed to let it choose you. Thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there is so – she is so smart. Like, there is so much – behind like there's so much wisdom and depth Mm -hmm. i think behind what she's saying that um she's going to be great she's dynamic um she's interesting i'm sure she's got awesome stories to tell and you know like she said she she's closing it down she's the one who you know we we have three types of keynotes that we do typically one of them is a researcher one of them is more of a clinician and then one of them is what's called the lived experience, and that, that's Renee. So she's obviously she's talking about, you know, the work she, that she does as a coach and all of that. But, you know, a lot of it is this is her journey and the lessons learned and, you know, the bruises earned along the way and hopefully how she's gotten a little stronger and wiser from it. So, like, this is how we want to send people out the door, right? Yes. Bringing yes. it all together and feeling psyched and feeling good and like they're going to go home and, you know, kick some ass. <laughs> you come in, you, re- you get some great information, you run around the tribe and they send you off on a charge like that. Always inspirational to kind of get people going home and get that inertia to kind of continue into the rest of life, if you will. And also to follow up on the connections that you made. Um, 
Tell you what, let's go to break real quick. We'll come back. We've got a, a couple more clips that we'll play to <clears throat> kind of to whet your appetite, if you will, for the conference. Um, everybody, our secret word tonight is insight. And um, to learn more about the conference and or sign up, go to uh, chadd.org. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Dr. Ari Tuckman. The ADHD Worker of the Year, giving up his time every year to put this massive conference together with some other people on his team. Uh, we're just trying to preview a, a few of the talks that will be kind of going on so that everybody gets kind of excited. Uh, before we get to our, our next uh, interview, Ari, you're going to be talking about how to actually get things done. Is that right? I am. That'll be exciting. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's sort of – it's one of those things. Like, I spend a lot of time all day talking with clients about – you know, what gets in the way of them getting things done. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons. And, you know, it gets maybe a little bit, you know, kind of convoluted sometimes. But, you know, I'm kind of sharing, like, here are all my thoughts on really, really all the different ways that, you know, we get in our own way or how to set things up so as to be more efficient and more effective. It's been interesting to me coaching now for 15 years, you work with people, you start to see some patterns that kind of emerge. And sometimes the secret's not necessarily what you do, but like sometimes the lessons learned and having some people kind of mirror that back for you. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to hear, uh, to hear your take on this. It'll be kind of fun. It'll be exciting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Our next um, guest is Dr. Russ Ramsey. I'm not going to kind of spoil it. I'm particularly interested um, with what he's talking about this year. So we'll play the tape and kind of get everybody's Ari's thoughts and I'll share what I think, but this is kind of cool. Here we go. We're here with Dr. Russ Ramsey, who's a featured speaker at this year's 2022 annual conference on ADHD. Dr. Ramsey, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Um, You've got an interesting talk this year about uh, uh, ADHD and social capital, managing your relationship accounts. What inspired you to put together this presentation? You know what? I've become increasingly interested in the effects of and the opportunities of adult ADHD in relationships. But the social capital idea, it's this financial metaphor about it's a way to think of our quote-unquote accounts with other people and how it came to take form and ended up in this presentation is working with a lot of adults with ADHD on the one hand, on issues of assertiveness, asking mm-hmm. for and accepting help, and sometimes that second part is hard, but uh, a hard one, but the guilt often associated with it, and also recognizing that sometimes people would fall into almost like having to justify asking for 
reasonable support, the same support other people would ask for, an extension on a paper or assistance with new software, and almost falling into this having to over-promise what they would do to sort of make up the debt with the other person helping them, almost like they didn't deserve it. And sometimes even putting on themselves what I call the ADHD tax, like a student getting an extension for a paper in a class and then later on procrastinating on it after a really good start saying, well, I had a week extension, so my paper has to be one week better than everybody else's, even though that wasn't a condition. So dealing with the social emotions that go into this, but also tending to how this comes up in various accounts with other people and steps people can take to be more involved and better partners in relationship and also recognize when maybe other people aren't as supportive or available as would be expected and maybe not accepting limitations or uh, unsatisfactory relationships. Wow. You know, I, I'm having a flashback um, to different parts of my life talking about intellectual capital. Like, as a coach, I coach. I have intellectual capital. That's knowledge that I've accumulated over years just from coaching and, like, interviewing experts like you. I've, I've learned a lot from you, and it's kind of funny. I like that because it, it kind of detaches me from it as this object. And the notion of social capital from a coaching perspective takes some of the emotions out. It makes it kind of an object to be more analytical about how you, how you think about it. In, in order to kind of manage that. I, I think this is really kind of brilliant. Um, is there any other, like, little insights to share just to kind of tease people a little bit so they can get excited? Well, I, I think one of the things I'm happiest with, I, I call it the define your role strategy, and uh -huh. it's really a, a way to reframe assertiveness in behavioral actionable terms because a lot of things go into assertiveness is one of those things and also self-advocacy with ADHD, which we uh -huh. hear a lot, but how do you actually do it? Because it sounds great, but it's hard to do at times. So um, that'll be like one of the things I cover in the session is how do we break down? And sometimes you know, assertiveness is just restating facts as we see them. Excuse me, I think I ordered French fries with my sandwich and not potato chips. And it can be as simple as that, but, you know, having a framework with which we can do it in more situations and in more relationships, the positive, that's, the positive effect. That, that's absolutely brilliant. You know, it's, it's not just the concepts, but actually how to do it. So I, I'm really excited about this. It's, uh, um, I love how you're framing this out. I like the concept. I like there's so much that I've just heard right now that's ADD related that really can help them. So um, I, I can't wait to see it. Any last comments before we close? I, no, Jeff, I think you're doing a great job uh, publicizing the conference. It'll be great seeing people in person again. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Dallas, so this is great. I tell and you and we, can, we can raise our social capital with other people. <laughs> Touche. That, that perfect way to end it. So thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. So I always like kind of unique, different kind of metaphors to kind of help people take a look at a situation a little differently to kind of – to kind of just how they go forward. I think I, I, I'm, I'm really excited about this, particularly when he starts giving, you know, little examples of, of how to execute this. Thoughts, Ari? Yeah. I mean, so Russ is a great guy. He's been around, you know, for a long time. He's always a, you know, a great speaker for us. But, you know, I have to say with this topic, so when we, you know, we get proposals, people submit proposals to speak, and the first cut we do is that all of us 
you know, so, so people on the committee and the reviewers, we do a blind review. So we see the proposal, we don't know who submitted it. And when I saw this one, I was like, oh, yes, this <laughs> one's in. You know, like yep. as soon as I saw the title, I was like, damn, that is a topic, right? Nobody talks about it, right? This is sort of what's cool about the conference. As much as, you know, there's always kind of like, you know, new spins on old stuff. Um, this is kind of a new thing, right? Like, well, yep. it's new in the sense of people talk. I mean, it's not new because, like, it has existed. But it's new in terms of someone doing a presentation on it, really kind of thinking about it, and offering kind of useful ideas yes. about it. So I think this is such an awesome topic. I'm totally looking forward to seeing this. And when it came time to schedule sessions, I made sure not to schedule my presentation <laughs> at the same time as Russ because I definitely want to see it. Yeah. I hate it when you guys put me up against somebody I, I want to go see. But anyway, that being I said. Know. We, I know. That, Can I be in four I, rooms at once, please? Yeah. I, I share this story because Russ, is, Russ has got sometimes just – he catches me off guard. So a couple years ago I had him on the show because he's been a fan of coaching as an intervention before anybody really was a fan. So I brought him on because he was unbiased to talk about coaching as a engaging coaching as an intervention, and it was nice because he was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's there." But what he totally caught me off guard because he said, "You know, really, what coaching has done is they brought a business aspect to this." He says, "More and more, they're bringing like it's creativity and stuff. Like you, you have like Justin McCabe at How to AD, you have Rick Green at Totally AD, you have Alan Brown at ADD Crusher, and bringing the video and the audio and the and the, the visuals and not, not just to be them, the whole thing that more and more people are it, it's it's reducing the stigma a little bit, or it's making more fun to get that information. And he was like, that's kind of getting people in the door. And I was like, it totally caught me off guard. But I was reflecting like, wow, he's kind of right." So I'm looking forward to this presentation because I'm sure he's going to throw another or one or two of them out there. And those are worth going to see him just, just for the insight on to look at it kind of differently. So anyway, I, I, a big fan is big fan. All right. Our next one is Elaine Taylor Kloss. We'll roll the tape. I think this one's going to be fun too. So here we go. We're here with Elaine Taylor Kloss, who's a featured speaker at this year's 2022 annual conference on ADHD. Elaine, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Excited for the conference. I am too. Finally back in person. So this year, what are we going to be talking about? (laughs) This year, I'm going to be talking about improving communication in families with by using collaborative conversation tools. Wow, it's a mouthful. I know. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) it's about how do you improve communication because so often in families with ADHD, communication is 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 fractured. Tense, and that interferes with our ability to support each other and support ourselves in managing the ADD or ADHD. When I'm hearing that, it, it, it's so fundamental. We all kind of want it and go there, but you know, I've known you for a long time, and that, that notion of in an ADHD household and stuff like that, when emotions flare, sometimes a, a person's reaction to really do good for somebody in, in the communication process is actually kind of counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. Will you be talking a little bit about some of that in this presentation? Absolutely. I mean, I think what happens is, you know, I I do a lot of work with parents, and parents are really well-intended, and they want to help their kids, but they're not always doing it in a way that's the most helpful for their kids, and that comes into communication techniques. You know, we start off as directors, and then over time as parents, we need to learn to collaborate with our kids 
and invite them into the process of managing themselves instead of fixing it or doing it for them. And that's a big shift for most parents to understand because we're afraid they're not going to do it, so we, we kind of over-support. Sometimes we enable, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of that can be shifted by how we're talking to them and the language mm-hmm. that we're using. And what I've learned over the years in my practice, in particular, this became really, really crystal clear once the pandemic hit. All these people were living at home with their kids of all ages and young adults, and it, it became really clear that the biggest problem they were having was how do you say that in a way that doesn't make someone defensive, that doesn't make them angry, that doesn't make them slam the door, right? How do you enroll yep. our kids into wanting to learn about and understand themselves? And there's some, some techniques that come from the world of coaching that really help and and it's not, you know, you've heard us say this a thousand times. It's not rocket science. You can actually learn this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I like about what you do and the thing about this, everybody, is Elaine's really good at educating people on what this is, but it's really a process because you know, mm-hmm. I've said this before. You know, I read a book on how to play the guitar, and I picked it up. And, you know, I couldn't play it until I actually did it. And I, I know you're a big person on training, and I like the presentation because it's going to give a glimpse on what the dynamics and stuff are and actually let people know that it's not necessarily – you're not going to grab it and go with it, but there's training that's available for those that do it, and it can change the – it can revolutionarily change the family dynamic. Am I, am I totally. representing that? Absolutely. Totally changes the family dynamic and, and changes the, the nature of the relationship with the kids in really constructive ways. And I don't mean just kids. It also works with adults. It works with couples. It works with your relationships at work. Um, because communication skills, when you learn how to communicate in a way that is empowering to someone else, and doesn't undermine them accidentally, which is, I think, what yep. ends up happening a lot of the time in the ADD world. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the professionals who don't have ADHD talk to those of us who do in a way that, that they don't mean for it to feel insulting, but it can. And yep. so we really want to learn how to talk about these issues and how to empower people in a way that makes them feel great about themselves and plays to their strengths instead of making them feel like oh, this is one more thing I've done wrong. Well, I, and I tell you, there I'm are ecstatic. tools and language that we can use to do that. I'm ecstatic. I'll be in for no other reason than I love this particular talk. I'm a huge fan of you guys. So, Elaine, thanks for coming on and sharing your presentation. Thanks for giving me the chance to invite people to join us. Wow. So, uh, everybody, Elaine's a master at this. I've, I've been in a couple situations in a group dynamic when – there were some things that were kind of going on and she was able to take a situation that was uh, fraught with the kind of anxiety and tension and just do things in a way that just diffused everything um, in a real collaborative way. I have to tell you, I'm a big fan of hers. I think this presentation is going to be real good and she's the master. Although Ari, I think you're pretty good at it too, but actually really good at it. But anyway, I think this is valuable. Um, I'm excited. Thoughts? Uh, I mean- yeah. Now, Elaine always kills it, right? She's always awesome. Her partner, you know, Diane Dempster, same. Like, those two, like, never disappoint. So, um, yeah, there's – whatever they're talking about, it doesn't even matter. There's tons of gems <laughs> and wisdom and, you know, awesome stories and, you know, like – but it's also like they're, you know, they're such good presenters, right? It's not just that they have mm-hmm. good content – it's that they're good presenters. Like they put it out there in a way that keeps the audience with them and engaged, that offers really useful stuff that you can do tomorrow or tonight. Um, 
And I don't know. They're just sort of a pleasure. They are. They are. Tell you what, just for time purposes, let's go to a break. We'll come back, uh, review a few other things, and kind of wrap things up. Again, everybody, our secret word tonight is insight. And to learn more about the CHAD conference and sign up, go to chadd.org. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back. We're here with Ari Tuckman, kind of whetting your appetite, whetting your whistle, if you will, for this year's 2022 annual conference on ADHD. Uh, We played a couple of clips of some really good presentations. And, um, you know, Ari, there's there's a lot of really good speakers. I, you know, Lydia Zalowski is presenting... Mm-hmm. Roberto Olivardi, who's always one of my favorite. Carolyn McGuire's presenting. She was one of the keynotes last year. Um, there's a lot of really, really good stuff here. Um, I'm always amazed every year how you guys are able to filter all this stuff and get such good speakers. Um, Got to be quite a process. It is. I mean, and as much as there's always some sessions, kind of like I said with Russ's, where you're like, oh, yeah, that one's in. You know, I got to say, by the time as you start to fill up the schedule, it's always painful at the end because there's always other sessions where you're like, "Oh man, yep. I don't have room to squeeze that one in." But, mm. but I mean, the good news is, right? Because it's an established conference and people know the deal, right? We get a lot of really good folks submitting, and a lot of people keep coming back. Um, but, you know, having said that, obviously we try to not do the same conference every year, right? We want new faces, new perspectives, or we're always trying to mix it up a bit. Um, but I think, you know, another thing that makes the conference really great is the fact that it, it's sort of like an all-comers conference in the sense that you have clinicians like psychologists, psychiatrists, you have coaches, organizers, educators, but also adults with ADHD, parents of kids with ADHD, spouses, um, all sorts of folks, right? And obviously yes. lots of our attendees will wear, will check more than one of those boxes. Um, so it makes for a lot of sort of cross-pollination, a lot of sharing of perspectives. So it's not all the same kind of people talking about all the same kind of stuff. Um, so I think it makes it a lot more fun. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, different perspectives, different ways of looking at it. You're kind of kind of cross-pollinate. As always, this year is a talent show, correct? There is. That's always entertaining. I have to tell you, the first I was twenty two thousand and eight. I was in Minneapolis 
for the Attic Conference, and they had a talent show that time. And I remember just being blown away at how incredible it was. Like people were up there doing like stand-up comedy for the first time. That, that I, I mean, they look like kind of professionals. And we've been doing it for a long time. It's it's become a real staple. And I just, it's just, it's, it's amazing. We got that. You also, there's different support groups that are going on for people that might have like uh, support groups for couples, um, support groups for like parents and stuff that that you can all get together and, and get community when you're there. Um, other things that are happening, like just book signings um, to meet authors and stuff like that. Anything else kind of come to mind? I'm trying to think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, on Friday night, we've got the talent show. On Saturday night, we have, you know, after the keynote, uh, we have like a closing party, which is kind of a new thing. Um, you know, we've really made a point of, having a lot of things happening, different kinds of things. So in addition to the obvious like speaker sessions with someone standing at the front of the room, um, we have a lot of these what we call non-session activities. So it's things like yoga and mindfulness, the support groups like you said, discussion groups. Um, we have research posters. We have innovative programs. So like we really try to create this a mix of, of opportunities and experiences so whatever it is that you're looking for, there's going to be stuff. And to really, you know, for the folks who are attending live, to really provide those opportunities to connect because that's why you're there, right? Like yes. you're not there to just watch videos, right? You're there to really kind of meet people and interact. The folks who are, are watching from home, um, you know, the last two years when we did just a virtual conference, man, those chats were on fire, right? Like, some yep. of them, you better practice your speed reading skills because otherwise <laughs> you won't keep up, right? So even then, there was a lot of interaction and sharing of wisdom and sharing of support and resources. And, you know, like that's what makes it such a great experience. And it's yep. not just like watching YouTube videos yep. at home. It's, you know, it's, I, it's, it's, it's always great when you're at, at you're in there and um you know the the, the pres presenter starts and people start kind of sheepishly walking into the background and the presenter says hey listen they're ADD feel free to move around do what you want stand on your head kind of whatever <laughs> it's just like okay you're here or like oh my god you're 15 minutes late you're actually kind of early i mean it, there's such acceptance and kind of connection it's very <laughs> very empowering and i and i encourage you because it's it's when you're with when you're with the ADD crowd <laughs> And you've got to stand up and kind of move around. Everybody's like starts applauding you, giving you a standing ovation. It's that, that's the that's that's the connection and stuff that can really be empowering to realize that you're not you're not out there alone. There's like other people with there, and you 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 share those stories and stuff with the hallway. And so while I'm biased, I really think it's kind of worth going. If you can't make it, still you know get online and do it virtually. So um, with that, all right. Any any last nuggets before we close this out? I think just you know. Like you said, make it if you can, right? This one's going to be a big one because it's been three years. And, you know, for a lot of us, this is going to be our first, like, in-person, you know, big conference. And I think people are going to be bursting at the seams. So it's going to be a hell of a party. Again, our secret word tonight is insight. And to learn more about the conference and sign up, go to chadd.org. Uh, and with that, uh, Dr. Tuckman, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed this. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.